take two. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered Podcast. <laughs> hey, welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered Podcast. In this podcast, oh, wait. <laughs> All right, take four. Look no, at- you you just say it. You okay. can do it. I know you can. <laughs> just welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered. <laughs> I am dying. Oh my god. We're gonna fucking get it. It's gonna be epic, okay? And every time we hear it, we're gonna laugh because this is what it took to get it. Okay. Welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered. We are two moms who are neighbors and friends doing a podcast from the closet. In this podcast, we're getting real about life, kids, womanhood, and all the stuff in between. So buckle up, buttercups, and join us on this roller coaster. All right, welcome back. Another week. And today we have a really special guest joining us from my closet. She embodies every bit of a woman that has stepped into her power and is completely thriving in it. From teacher to stay-at-home mom of four boys while running a successful business as a personal organizer. She's a fitness enthusiast, cycle instructor, loves a good solo dance sesh, and is the epitome of being the hostess with the mostest. <laughs> Please welcome Amelia Perdue to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered. Hey, Amelia! Hello! Hello! Welcome to our hangout! Thanks for having me, guys. Our hot closet. I love your hot closet. Let's start with, tell us a little bit about you. Okay. Um, well, I feel like that intro really <laughs> summed it up beautifully. So from your mouth to God's ears, um, I am a mother of four young gentlemen. I am a fire wife. So um, married to a firefighter, which means a lot of alone time, which for me is a beautiful balance yeah. because I know no different. So um, that is great. I am a quote unquote retired teacher. Yes. Um, and I did that upon the pregnancy of my fourth son because I just needed my own schedule. I could did not miss the preschool performances. I couldn't be late on a Costco run. So I just said, you know, enough is enough. And um, I started a little side hustle on maternity leave as an organizer. And that just blossomed into my little business, which I have now. So I'm doing it all. So tell us about this business. Um, well, you know, I'm an organizing specialist. So ultimately, <laughs> clients hire me to go into their personal spaces, whether homes or businesses, and renew the space, refresh the space, and truly allow it to thrive by creating, you know, functional systems to maximize efficiency of the family. You're so amazing. And I, I have to say <laughs> that I watched it all be born because yeah. mm-hmm. I've known you for some years now. And I remember you going, yeah, like putting your um, Instagram videos of how you would organize your own pantry and all this. And that's where really it started, right? People started reaching out to you yeah, and asking like, hey, can you do this for me? Or what right. tips do you give? Right? Well, and it kind of always started with like friends and family knowing that I had this really anal OCD yeah. like need for order. And so they'd be like, hey, you know, do you want to come over? And I'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, look at this closet. And I'd be like, I'll see you in an hour. <laughs> like, just give me like, because I... You know, like I, my husband always says, like when I come home and things are out of place, he can just see me kind of start to twitch. Like it just doesn't sit well. So um, I just kind of started and everybody was like, you should do this. Like you should do this. And I was like, that's not a thing, you guys. Like people don't pay people to organize stuff. And then the home edit kind of got huge. And that like paved the way for all of us to come out of the woodwork and really capitalize on these, what could be seen as negative right. qualities to be a profitable Absolutely. I remember like halfway through the pandemic going to Target and the organization sections were sold blown up because mm-hmm. everybody was home editing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and that's like, you know, I was busy before the pandemic and then people were like, oh, did your business take a hit? And it's like, well, I shut down like everybody else because, you know, everybody was terrified. Right. But then as people were like trapped in their homes, they're like, I can't live like this. Mm-hmm. Like, and so I would just go in there in my hazmat suit and get it done. You know, <laughs> she really would. <laughs> I, I'll do anything to get out of my own house. So. <laughs> I think we know that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So tell us a little bit about your background, because I know you went to Chico State. Woo! <laughs> and I can just like, how did you get to be this like super extroverted person? Like, were you always this way or did that develop with life? Well, I think being an only child and I have a lot of people tell me like I'm not an only child. So I guess that means I'm not selfish and super narcissistic. I don't know, but I never, everybody's like, oh my God, I would have no idea you're an only child. It's like, I think that's a thing. That's you. a compliment. Yeah, exactly. That's so, true though. I wouldn't have guessed you. Were yeah. I, you're like so, the I, opposite. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I mean, I don't know any different, but I, maybe being an only child and kind of being surrounded by adults and you know my mom very yes. well. She's very 
extra too, which is great. I mean, you know, I always say like, well, I'm extra because you're basic. Like I don't, sorry. Um, so I love that. I, I have to yeah, please do. So I feel like maybe just being like supported to be myself and being encouraged to talk and be loud. And I've always just had this kind of go get them attitude. And then I don't know, I've, you know, played sports all my life. So I was always, I always, I was so young. I was a year younger than everybody in my grade. So I always had tended to hang out with like the older kids. Yeah. And a lot of my good friends are a few years older than me. So I don't, I don't know. So you've never had like a fear of public speaking. <laughs> That's actually my major. Shut yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. So I went, I was a communications major, but public speaking. So, I mean, people were like, Oh my God, I gotta do this. It's like, I'm going to roll out of bed five minutes before I'm going to knock out this speech. I'm going to get an A on it and I'm going to be done. And I just like, again, like it, maybe that's why it was a good segue into teaching. Cause like I'm loud. I kind of command a space. Another word that is always associated with me is intimidating. Yes. And I think that's probably cause I'm tall and I'm loud and I'm like in your face, like, hi, it's so great to meet you. Like, I feel like I just, I really want everybody I meet to feel like a warmth from me. I always have a smile on my face. I want everybody to feel welcome and included, which is why I'm like team mom, room mom, all the moms. She is. Oh, I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I just, I just, I just think that's so important. And then when the world feels dark, you always have the ability to be the light. And so I just think kindness is contagious and you should be the light. Cause the alternative for me is just not, yeah. just not, doesn't feel right. Yeah. So, so you touched on being an athlete. Mm -hmm. What sports did you play growing up? Um, well, I started really young playing softball. I played basketball. I played soccer, everything. But then when, you know, as you get older and you kind of have to narrow it down, cause I started playing pretty much year round. Um, I focused on volleyball and softball and then I just did volleyball cause it was just too much to yeah. do both. So when did you get into your cycling? Oh days? yeah. Because so I think, um, so I was always very active growing up. And then when I went to Chico, obviously I was active um, in the more extracurricular yeah. avenue as a very dedicated sorority girl. Of course, um, I can imagine. Yeah. And so I was kind of, um, I, I don't want to say sloth-like, but I was not moving as much as I was used to. So obviously there were some physical changes that I was not really comfortable with, some <laughs> mental changes that I was not really comfortable with because I'm very... Um, I mean, if you could see me right now, she's going like, oh, oh. Um, I just have a lot of energy. So and, and no cap yeah. if this is her on no cap. Yeah. Yeah. By the way. Devil. Um, so I think, I think it was like my third year at Chico. I started just like to go to the gym with my girlfriends and I started taking group fitness classes. And I always was like, why am I working harder than this bitch up there? <laughs> like I could do this so much better than you. And so I just was like, okay. So I just kept taking classes, keep um, being underwhelmed by the people teaching them. And then it was after college that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go get certified. It's I'm going to just go do it. So I took a weekend class, got group certified for an instructor. Then I added a personal training on top of that. And then I just um, started working and I got hired with LA Fitness in Orange County. So I worked at a lot of those clubs, teaching cycle, teaching kickboxing, teaching bodyweight classes. And prior to that, when I lived in the Central Valley, I got hired at that local gym, which then led into the LA Fitness. I forgot that little part. Yeah. Um, and so, and then I taught at a baseball condition, at a baseball academy in Orange yes. County as a conditioning coach as well. And I did all that and uh, right up until I had the twins, like right up until, well, and then do you I had remember that brief period you trained me after, I think I was after I had Malaya. That was like, yeah, really... I remember making you sprint up the hill and you were not you feeling it. it. <laughs> you yeah. were not happy about that. I was not because I was like trying to get back into shape after having Malaya and I, I gained 45 pounds with her pregnancy. Yeah. So I felt like was I was just lot? in the worst shape of my life. Yeah. Oh really? That was, yeah. No, Is that not a lot? Not for me. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So I, I just felt like I got to get my ass in gear. And she used to live really close to where I used to work. So it was really convenient. I would come over after mm -hmm. work and she'd work my ass off. And I just remember her saying one time, like, you got to brace that core all the time. She was like, if I come up and punch you, punch. Be ready. <laughs> be ready. Yeah. It needs to be. And so I was just like, oh. So ever since then, it's always stuck in my head. Like, yeah, I am always Posture. pulling my belly button back towards yep. my, like. And so then leading into like my yoga, I was always thinking about. Amelia going, you gotta brace that core, you gotta brace that core, be ready for a punch. And yeah. it makes so much sense to have a, that little reminder, you know? And it yeah. can be a lot for people. Like, you know, some people like do not subscribe, like unsubscribe yeah. to Amelia. And that's, I get it because I, I'm very, like I said, in your face. And I feel like as I've gotten with the kids, it was hard for me to train and teach yeah. classes. So I like created my home gym, which was a huge transition for me right. because I don't, I need my time. Hence the 430 workouts. Yes. But, um, I think, 
I then I kind of turned into um, accountability coaching, which was a lot easier because it's a lot less programming. And it's me just being like, hey, did you do your workout? Like, tell me how you feel. And like trying to get you focus on all the benefits rather right. than like the work because yeah. the work is just a means to an end. Right. That's so true. So. Yeah, any questions? On no, that? I'm yeah. <laughs> taking it all in. Just taking, it all in. <laughs> taking it all in. So do you still do any cycle classes now? Sometimes, but you know, between the kids and the organizing, it's just really hard. And that's one thing I, I don't feel under fulfilled because I teach a cycle class to myself multiple right. times a week. And I got to tell you, it's great. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that instructor shows up. She works my right. ass off. She kills it every time. So I'm, I love her. Yeah. But I do miss that atmosphere. The energy yeah. And people like feeding off of that, you know, cause I love when people are done and they're like, Oh my God, like, you know, I always want to take you where you think you can't go yes. because I always tell people there's always more. Yeah. You think there's nothing left. You dig that shit out. There Absolutely. is more. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I do miss that. So maybe one day, but you know. But right now you're so busy being a mom it's, of four boys and their activities. Yeah. And how do you balance so much? I know you have help with your mom, but that's still like you are being pulled in four different directions all day long. You're doing all of that while maintaining your mental health, your fitness, your, your business. Like it's, how do you do it all? You know, I get asked that a lot yeah. and I don't, I, I want, I mean, my, my instinctual reaction is to say like, well, I'm organized. You know, right. I always put myself first. I know yes. that if I do not get up and work out first thing, there will be dead bodies in the house. I can attest to that. Yeah, I feel the same way. It's you like, know, and absolutely. I, if I'm not giving the best of myself, how can I expect the best out of anybody else? And absolutely. I know that I run that ship. You know, as I said, my husband's not home too, too often. And when he is home, I want him. I'm, I'm very old fashioned. So sorry if you don't <laughs> like that. But I'm very traditional in that. Like when he comes home, he's the king. Like the house yeah. should be on point. His beer fridge should be stocked. His dinner should be made. We don't eat meat. But when he's home, there's meat for him to smoke because he likes to do that outside. Like I want him to be able to relax because he does so much for us. Yeah. So, and I feel like between taking my care of myself, making sure that I have my priorities in order, I'm just organized. Like I don't have clutter all over my house. I don't have yeah. laundry piled up. I mean, I try and just do everything as it comes so that I can put out the fires yeah. as they arise. Right. But I don't think you should apologize for liking that traditional. I know, but you know, treating your man things. like a king. I know these <laughs> days it can, it can be, it can be a funky place to walk, but that is you embodying what you feel like you need to do. Yeah. Like there's no shame in that. So yeah, and I feel like I'm similar in that way too, absolutely. but there's like a difference between people thinking of how you, it used to be done and doing it now where like he, I'm sure he appreciates it. And yeah. He shows you that appreciation right, right. instead of just, instead of just expecting that. Right. right. Absolutely. I've seen those dynamics where it's like <clears throat> somebody in my life, but yeah. <laughs> he'll sit down at the table at the end of his workday, like walk in and sit down and like, where's my meal? Yeah. yeah. And there is no appreciation. And <laughs> yeah. that's a whole different ballgame than like, right. You Absolutely. wanting to do that and re it being reciprocated. And yeah. Well, and I feel like so much of it too. It's like, because this is what I like, I'm not taking away from your journey or what right. you like, or right. saying that mine is better than yours. This is just mine. And that's yeah. like, you know, I, I feel like with all of the things in the world changing so much, I want to respect everybody and their choices. And like, I would just hope that you could do this. But, it, but that's the thing. It's that the respect, it goes to that level, right? I mean, you can agree to disagree. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like borderline. I love to take care of my people, but I'm also, we split our weeks. So I'm like, well, why should I have to do everything? Yeah. My man can come in and do a big percentage of yeah. what I do, not how I do it, yeah. but he does it. And I'm grateful he does it because I grew up in a very, you know, uh, patriarchal home where my dad just came in to wash his hands and sat down to eat. Yeah. And I didn't like the feeling of that. Yeah. So I'm grateful that I have a little bit of the balance of both. And that's what works for me. Yeah. It may not work for everybody. Yeah. You know, some people are probably like, you need to cater to your man more. <laughs> And trust me, I cater to him plenty. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't feel like I need to explain that either, you right. know? So everybody needs to, I think, just respect each other's stance on where they're, like, what they're comfortable with, you know? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. When we talked about this in our last episode, or was it last, or two ago, I don't know, but uh -huh. we were just talking about how you, nobody owes anyone an explanation. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't need to explain yourself to everybody, and they don't, no one should expect you to explain yourself. Yeah. Well, like, I always find you. differences, like... 
I have a couple girlfriends and their lives are so much different. You know, their husbands do so many different things. And I'm just, I'm not like, oh, whoa. I'm like, whoa, like, tell me more. Like everything that's <laughs> what is different. That like? yeah. yeah. It just like fascinates me. Like, I just want to yeah. learn more. I'm, you know, I'm, I think that's so interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whoa. It is. There are other things other yeah. ways to do things. Yeah. So sure. how long did you teach? What, and what grade did you teach? Well, golly, um, I started when I was 21 and I taught middle school and then I, um, so I'm a special education teacher. So I have two credentials in uh, mild, moderate and moderate severe. And then I have my master's in education with an emphasis on behavior. So I'm like obsessed with okay. behavior. That's like yes. my, my heart beating. Um, and I did emotional disturbs, um, students with emotional disturbances in middle school. <clears throat> and then I transitioned into high school for about five years. And I tended to always teach the histories, kind of the, the fun subject. Yeah. And then I had a small little experimental year in a <laughs> um, severe a classroom for students with severe autism. And that was a first and second grade class. And that was the most challenging experience of my life. But also I learned so much and I met the most incredible people that are still my very close friends today. So I know that that was part of my journey. And then um, I taught adult transition, which is my absolute favorite because I'm really big on the life skills part of students. Right. I think even in high school, like here I am like shoving down the Russian revolution to students who yeah. can't write their name. Yeah. To me, that just doesn't seem like a fit. Right. Like let's make it more appropriate for like their life needs. Yeah. So that's why I loved adult transition because it was all like community-based job, vocational kind of stuff. So um, independent living, love that. And then I went back and I ended here um, in Murrieta, Vista Murrieta High School, teaching special ed histories again. That's amazing. And then I was, and so, I was part-time when I moved out here. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You had just had the fourth. Uh, I, when fourth. we moved out here, the twins were eight months old. So okay. I, I only wanted to be Gosh, part-time. I can't believe it's been that long. I know. I know. Okay. So I, I think altogether I taught, I think 13 years. Cause I had always said like after 10 years, I want to be a mom because you know, when you're little and you're like, what do you want to be grow up? I always had said mommy. I just always wanted to be a wife and a mom. That was so my, yeah. that was my aspiration in life. So that's like my next question is yeah. that when did you feel that calling? Like, when did you know Birth. it was the moment that you were going to leave teaching and Oh, when I was going to leave yeah. teaching. Oh, like, I had started my whole career plan? program was 10 years and then I'll be a mom. So, okay. and I started to, I mean, when we moved out here, it, I think it was at nine years, I was going to be part-time because I'd already had the kids. So it was yeah. just teaching is such a comfortable job. You know, you get more money every year. You, it's always there. The schedule is pretty great. The calendar is pretty great. So it was very, very difficult for me to walk away from that because it was stability. so consistent. Yeah. And so yeah. stable. So we needed to kind of make sure that we had I felt comfortable because of course it's like, I'm not going to change the way I'm living. Like I'm not going to second guess buying anything, Yeah, you know? So that was my big thing. It's like, I didn't want to change the quality of my life, but it ended up working out great because yeah. my husband is just incredible. <laughs> Such a hard worker. Shout out, boo boo. Yeah. Shout out, babe. <laughs> no, that's, I think that's amazing to know that you have a plan and to actually stick to it. Cause I think a, the fear keeps a lot of oh, people in place. It was for debilitating. Yeah. So to like actually make that plan and stick to it is well, pretty it came, amazing. It came in waves because it was like I was working full time. Then I went to part time. Then I was on maternity leave like half of every That's year. True. Like I was always <laughs> pregnant and then I was always on maternity leave. And yeah. I took full advantage of my maternity leave all, all the time because I think that mother baby bond is so important and change, like supporting the change of dynamic of your family. So it was so scary. But at the same time, I was like, okay, like if I can just make X amount that I make on maternity leave, then I'll be okay. Cause we had done yeah. it before. Right. So I feel like I had gone really slowly to get there. And then, you know, one of my girlfriends was like, well, you just, the organizing is your side hustle until it's your main hustle. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah. And I feel like I was in such a good place because my mom is such a huge role in my life. Absolutely. And she was like, what's the worst that could happen? You fail, you go back to teaching. What would you do? And I was like, right. Oh God. Well, when you say it like that, you know, right. like that's not scary at all. So right. you can always go back to it. It's always there. So that was comforting. And just like, you know, just like do it. Like how amazing to have that support system. Oh my God. Yeah. Huge. And Kiara's mom is like that with her too. And I'm just like, I sit over here. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh, like it, it brings like a part of me where I'm like, Oh, I ne never had that. But also I'm like, but that's what I want to be for my girls. Yes. You know? I'm like, I'm learning through your guy, your mom and your mom and you like just realizing that support, it means everything to the kids, yeah. everything. Oh, so yeah. it's like that you're the first person that builds them up. 
uh-huh. you know, to think that they can do anything. Oh, yeah. So it's just like pretty incredible to see what happens when you have that support. Oh, in yeah. Your life. Well, and I don't know about you, but maybe it's the behavior obsession of mine. But like, I'll notice sometimes like when I talk to the kids, you can just see their body change. Like yeah. if I come too hard at them, they kind of go down. It's like, I never want to build it down. No. Like my job is to build you up. So then I stop, I take a breath and I reword it. Cause no matter how mad I am, they're kids. Right. Like they should be making mistakes. They should be doing really crazy right. wild things with no regard. Like mm-hmm. that's, they're little. And I never, I never want to stop them being little. I want them to ride out that little wave. Right. You don't, you know, know, they don't stay little. Yeah. So it's like everything I do and everything I say and everything I want them to be built up, feel supported, feel, you know, and then, then when they put it into practice, like it, there's no greater feeling in the I world. I just love that your boys are, they're, they're the most, uh, respectful, oh, kind boys. And so I sweet. no, really like, they're just always like, hi, Mrs. Stanley. And, <laughs> you know, and I think obviously they get that from you and your, your, the way you approach people too. Cause I think you do that all the time. Yeah. I've watched you, <laughs> but I just think it's so neat that these boys you're raising you've talked about it you're raising your boys to be gentlemen and mm-hmm. men that well it's a dying breed yeah it's it really, a dying it breed really is. And, and I, that's why I say I, I appreciate that because I also have girls that are going to be out there and I hope that there are other moms that are being mindful of how they're raising their boys yeah and how important mm-hmm. that is going to be for the future because heck like this last generation I don't know I mean, that's like a big part of the reason why I don't think teaching, it just was, it wasn't for me anymore. That things are just different. The kids are different. The parents are different. And it's like, why am I banging my face and body, throwing myself into this brick wall when there's, you know, like I can change their life. Yeah, none. And it's like, I can change their life for an hour, but if there's no follow through and no support at home, like, what am I I doing? doing? You know? And it's just like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, it just felt just didn't feel happy anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how little parental involvement there are in kids and they're like, I mean, we see it with our girls, like they're out there playing and they're, if there's us, who's like constantly like, we're there. (laughs) Yeah. We're just always, and not even like helicoptering, but just like managing and teaching them and walking them through situations. And then there are other kids that are out there that are, that I've never met. I don't think their parent knows anything of what's gone on and we're like oh like you guys have been in fights 10 times this week. yeah and <laughs> I don't think that they even know that and it's like you don't have to be up their butt all the time yeah. and, like telling them how to what to say and what to do but yeah that involvement is very lacking when like, I think just like the dialogue like I know for us like at the dinner you know we eat at the dinner table every night as a family and we just like talk and mm-hmm. in the car on the way home we talk And like before bed, I lay in bed with them and we talk like I just I want them to ask me questions. I want them to bring me the narratives. They're here so we can navigate the world together because it's it's scary scary out there. And I want them to be prepared. I do like a lot of social stories because I'm like terrified of so many things in the world. Like if you're in a bathroom and this kid says, hey, you want to watch this dragon smoke come out of my mouth? I want you to say, I'm okay," And then just leave. Get out of the bathroom. Get out of the bathroom. Because it's like this vaping epidemic when I was a teacher was like huge. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and it's like, they know no matter who or what anybody gives you just hold, say thank you. Yeah. And then you show it to mommy because God forbid it be some sort of deadly pill. Right. Like, you know, it's like, you it's just, just not, know. and I'm not, I want them to be prepared for everything yeah. wild as it may be. Right. And I can PG it so that they're just like, Oh, thanks. Okay. Mom, I don't know what just happened, but like you, <laughs> and it's like, I got it, buddy. I'm all over it. That's right. like that meme I've been seeing though. It's like your parents drilled into you. Like, don't go up to cars with yeah. candy. Don't exactly. It's like, I lived my whole childhood thinking that at any moment I was going to just get right. taken Snatched. and yeah. then like the reality of it is like, yes, it happens, but not as often as we, it was drilled into us, but right. like better safe than sorry. Yeah. Because it could happen. Yeah. So why not prepare them for all those? Exactly. Scenarios? That's why we do self-defense training at home. You know, hit them in the tenders, right in the tenders. <laughs> I, I haven't done any of that with my girls. I'll teach them. What? Yeah, no, I need to I grab them from behind. You do like an Amelia boot camp yep. and mm-hmm. I can send That's them. That's like to... my biggest. Well, because like you said, like I want them to play and I don't want a helicopter because they need to figure yes. out the world by themselves. Yes. I want them to feel comfortable going a little further. And their big thing is I just say, communicate, Hey mom, can I go to the slide? Sure. So I know where to like project my view. Right. But at the same time, like I need them to know if you go a little further, something could happen and you need to be ready. Yeah. So 
Leave it's interesting here. too how every parent's like view of what is should be focused on teaching them is so different. Yeah. Like I feel like even learning from you, like she's like, oh, I talk to my kids about this. I'm like, oh, I've never. Should I do like, that? Should I just start doing that? that? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, like we just barely tackled the sex talk, and I was. Oh God. Everyone was like, eight is too late. Like they should already know. What? And I'm like, oh my gosh. I don't. And yeah, it see. was. You, oh, haven't, you haven't done it yet. About sex? Yeah. No. Oh, they, you can say sex here. I don't know. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> I don't know. She's like, Ugh. she instantly closes yeah, her I'm like, nervous It's all right, girl. You've well, done it. It's like I feel like right now I'm just trying to focus on like supporting or like no pee pee shaming. You know, like because yeah. obviously with four they're always touching their weens, and their dad is no, he's not <laughs> no a great dad. role model. So I'm like. You know, so it's like, I want them to do that. But it's like, you know, you should do that when you're in your room, like, and maybe when you're alone, and oh, like, definitely yeah. not around yeah. your mom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. but no, Those we're not. We had the full though. talk and it's interesting, like the different paths they took. Like my daughter was like, okay, so I'm going to be a lesbian and I'm going to make a baby that way because she was, she was like, she was mortified by the P and the told, B. I told her how it yeah. happened and she goes, well, does a girl and a girl have a baby? And I said, yeah, but it's different. It's like scientific. And I explained that. And yeah. She goes, I'm going to do that. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> good. And then her daughter is like, she do you like, stand up? Do you look at each other in the eyes? How do you do it? <laughs> did you guys bring this to them or did they so bring it to you? we watched Turning well, Red. We tur- yes. Oh, have you seen Turning Red? Yeah, but I didn't get any of that. So it was all period talk. So oh, yeah. it started there. Yeah, right. we, just, we just went right over our heads, thank God. <laughs> it started there. And then I was like, we're just going to dive in and do it. Because, I mean, I feel like they're at such a huge school and when I was in first grade, a boy at recess told me what sex was. And I in first had, grade? In first world <gasps> shattered. And yeah. I thought, oh my God, I'd never heard of this. My parents never talked about it, so I shouldn't know. Yeah. So I never said anything. Yeah. And then when I finally got the sex talk in third grade, I'm like, oh, we do talk about it. But my mom would have never known that I'd known for two years right. because I wasn't about to bring it up and be like, hey, mom, I heard this. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, if she doesn't talk about it, we shouldn't talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So I just felt like, I'm like, someone's going to tell my kids at school one yeah. day. Yes. And I don't want them to hold it in for years until I'm ready to talk about yeah. it. So I'm just going to tell you. And then she ended the conversation. She was like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to, I don't want to know anymore. And I'm like, okay, well, when you're ready to tell yeah. no more than come to me, but she immediately ran over here and told she Malaya did. the whole thing. Well, that's, well, you know, then they got it figured out. <laughs> then Malaya stuff. was like, mom, Ali <laughs> said, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, is that, and she goes, is that true? And I'm like, yes. Allie, why did like, <laughs> I had words with Allie and then I was like, Malaya, get your shoes on. We're going for a walk. Yeah. And so on our walk, we were talking because, you know, I've always heard that it's better to talk to your kids when they're not necessarily looking at you. Yeah. So it's like driving in the car, walking, yeah. whatever, sitting next to you. And so we just did that. And it was the most awkward, funny conversation. But it was like, you know, it's it's good it happened because this is about the age where kids are going to start talking about it. Oh, yeah. God, you guys you... Are Is this something <laughs> I have to do or does my husband do it? I would say your husband. I would say too. Yeah. I feel like if you've got a ween, it's the ween club. Yeah. Like, well, I, I can't agree. tell you about that. Yeah. My yeah. sister did that with her son. Yes, off the hook. Yeah. Okay. She was, and Nathaniel asked some questions and she was like, let's talk to your dad when you, when he comes home. And it was so funny because Dan came home from work and he, <laughs> uh, Elizabeth was like, you got to take Nathaniel in and talk to him. So they go in, they were in there for like maybe 30 minutes and Nathaniel bolted out to go play. Right. Oh, God. And then Dan comes out cracking up and my sister's like, what's happening? And she said, he was like, I told him everything. And all he asked was even the balls go in. <laughs> so it was like one of those moments where the kids like in their heads are just yeah. like, they can't even imagine it's too much. It. Yeah. But it was like, it was the funniest, you know, That's each funny. kid is going to handle it differently. Alexia had a very similar it, it was kind of like, so you and my dad and you and Will, you know, because at that point yeah. I was already remarried and then I had Malaya. So yeah. then she thought it only happened when you're going to have a kid. And it's like, well, yeah, we'll she, didn't to- she say like you've done it twice? Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, get, done it that's twice. we'll, get, to, we'll get to that later. <laughs> and we've never had the follow up conversation. So yeah. I'm sure she figured it out that it's also for pleasure and yeah. not just for procreating. But yeah. You know, I think it's important that our kids hear this stuff from us first. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because then absolutely. you have a little bit control of where it goes, you yeah. know? And so when they hear other stuff, they can be like, no, that's not right. You know, because yeah. I I mean, you hear all kinds of crazy yeah. things. Well, and I had the whole talk about periods with Allie, with my son sitting there and he was kind of just playing. In the, but I'm like, it's so interesting because when I had the sex talk at school, when they did yeah. it at school, they separate the boys and yeah. the girls. And I think that's such an interesting concept because it's like, why wouldn't we want to learn about each other? Yeah. That's in the end, we all come together and do it. So yeah. Why wouldn't you like, why wouldn't you want the yeah. boys to know what the girls have to go through? And 
vice yeah, versa. Not that they don't really have to go through that much, yeah. but <laughs> just a lot of awkward. But I'm like, I want my son to grow up knowing like how difficult it is for women, what they have to go through mm-hmm. and not, not it be like a weird thing. Like yeah. if I ask my husband to go to the store and buy me pads, right. what, where's the shame in that? But some men are like, absolutely, absolutely. not. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's the least you could do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> really? After all I've done for you. I have no <laughs> idea. Yeah. So cool. tell us what it's like being a firewife. You know, it's great. <laughs> it is the best. It's the best. But again, like I've been with my husband. Um, it'll be 19 years. This that's a long next time. month. My goodness. Yeah. More than half my life. So we met in college really young. Well, he's way older than me by four years. Um, we that's met not in- way older. Well, for me, 18 and 21, he was, yeah, he was 21. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess when you get older, the age. No, no, not now, but back then, back like then. he's at the bars and I'm like barely sticking my, can I get in there? <laughs> <laughs> Look at this fake ID. Fake idea. Yeah, exactly. No, they don't work in Chico. Um, but so, and then right after college, he just went to the Academy and then right after the Academy, he got hired. So it's just been all I've known. So, I mean, do you think that's the secret to a lasting marriage? Mine. <laughs> the secret to my lasting marriage because i have to say like will works three days a week so the three days a week he's gone and then i'm gone three days a week so i kind of feel like the absence kind of helps i mean it creates its own problems but it also helps us not get like so into each other's crazy spaces that we have enough space to like be ourselves for a day and then and integrate you know another person and it just feels like you know, a little bit of space is good for a marriage. Absolutely. Well, and I think it depends on like our roles are pretty clear. Right. Like, you know, like when he's home, as much as I love him, sometimes he's just like in the way. Like he's yeah. just like killing yes. my game, you know, and he like bless his heart, like sometimes like tries to parent, which of course he should, but you know, it's like <laughs> he tries to parent. But you know, he's like, where's the baby? And it's like, I can sense where all the children are. I know, like, obviously moms know, you know, like I'm hurt scream versus I'm screaming because I want something. So it's like, I very rarely move. I'm just like, they're fine. You know, he's like, where's the baby? What's going on? Where are they? And it's like, I don't know. And honestly, nothing of my mommy spends, my spidey senses are telling me I need to be worried. So like, you don't worry either. You just go back to that garage or go, go clean the pool. Beer. Yeah, go drink that beer. <laughs> but I mean, I think for some, you know, when their husband, like, if he, oh my God, it's five o'clock. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? It's like, that's not us. It's never been us. I've yeah. always been very independent, yeah. doing my own thing, staying busy. How so. does, how does he handle your independence? He, again, we've been together so long. So it's like, we grew up together and his mother is, was very much like me. She's very doting. She always took care of him. We call him the golden child. He like, you know, is the apple of her eye. And of course he's a a great guy. So I think for him, it was an easy transition. Like my mom does my laundry. My girlfriend does my laundry. My mom (laughs) makes my bed. My girlfriend makes my bed. Like it was just like, I mean, cause even in the frat house, I was like, I'm just gonna go ahead and tidy up your room. And then like, (laughs) just gonna like give this kitchen a once over before you guys get back from your meeting. A once over. Yeah. Just like, really? You know, like, I'm going to just drop this off the laundromat. You just hang out with your friends. Yeah. So it's just, you know, and he knows, but like, I'm, I think I'm, he very much likes to be home with the family, like doing our own thing. Whereas I'm like, get me to the next girl's weekend. So I have a very active social life because my friends are my family. I've had the same friends my entire life. And like, I've just added more through each stage of my life. So you know, and I think, and in each um, area you've lived, in. I got a few more. Exactly, just yeah. like take some more besties with me, and I always stay close, and we always try and get together. And my husband's very supportive because he knows that's like a huge part of me. So, you yeah. know, I've got a girls' weekend coming up next weekend too. So, oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to watch for that one. Yeah, we'll be in Chico. So <laughs> after your last Vegas one, no, I don't yeah, know. that was you were you were sick for months <laughs> six for months, and I didn't even really drink so that goes to show it's just the lack of sleep sometimes I swear the lack 100%. of sleep I feel like I'm drunk just on lack of sleep yeah well and it hurts it physically, physically hurts. hurts yeah yeah I'll be I'm hungover from more sleep deprivation than I am from drinking because you know I don't oh, drink shit. unless I'm like aggressively drinking <laughs> yeah she's it's, there's no if she commits to an night yeah, of drinking she's yeah I'm all in it's yeah. not like a glass of wine like after yeah, dinner. No. It's like, I'm like drinking. Tequila shots. Yeah, exactly. It's just like 17 margaritas and going out. That's it. I can't wait. We're going to have to plan a night out. Yes. Oh, with all the, with all these people, yes. your local people. Yes. Too. Yeah. So I don't know. I just like just watching you from afar because I love watching your Instagram. Oh, I you. think you are hilarious. <laughs> and actually you have been like a huge catalyst for me, like talking into the camera. And I rem- I was looking back at one of my first or my first video I ever spoken to the camera, I was a nervous wreck. And now I can talk on my stories and I'm like, I'm not 
completely cringing at this. Uh-uh. And I remember you saying, you just got to do it. You just, just Well, to me, it feels really like I'm just talking to my friends because they're the other ones that are DMing me like, oh my right. God, shut up. Oh, stop. <laughs> and then it's like, but then I feel like I have all these I don't want to call them randoms because obviously like we have a really close Instagram connection now, but you know, they'll like talk to me throughout the day and ask me yeah. questions. And I feel like I've helped so many people, whether yes. it be through like health and fitness or like mom questions or organizing or like, you know, learning. Cause I do a lot of like educational stuff. <laughs> um, and like, I, that like really fills me up because yeah. I just want to, you know, I just want to like everybody to be living their best life. Honestly, with how you, with how you present yourself, I'm surprised you don't have like thousands yeah. and thousands hundreds of thousands of followers i really appreciate you saying that i'm and serious if anybody yeah, can make no, that happen please your ta- <laughs> talking is like so fast like in a good way like get to the point so it's not like oh my god like next no and then i listen to my stories and i'm like wow i gotta pick up the speed <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody has time for this what's like a glance at the 15 seconds it's like gotta wrap it but up like, gotta wrap yeah, it up you get to the point that's so true yeah so you only, you shoot to do it only in the 15 Well, I mean, seconds. you know, you got a minute. So it's like, if I'm telling like a longer story, obviously I'm going to hit the minute. I try, I don't like to go over a minute. Cause it's like, I know it's then long. you're just like, meh, 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 you yeah. know, so there, you just want to kind of break it up. But. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put you on blast because I really <laughs> think that you should be, uh, one of these mega yeah. Instagrammers. Thank I, you. That's I really nice mean of it. you. Because this is how I went and bought the seltzers yesterday. Oh, like, oh yes, yep. You can't beat that. Oh, no, that's amazing. You I brought cannot. it home and my husband was like, I'm suspicious. $5. Dollars. <laughs> yeah. well, and then, but I saw some, so my friend sent me a TikTok of somebody doing it and he tried them all. And I was like, I, any, I mean, you know me, I go to Costco every time yeah. I leave with two boxes of God knows what yeah. I never drink it, but I need to have it. Yeah. I want one sip and then be like, here, I don't know. The only reason I don't buy alcohol at Costco is because you can't go through the self-checkout. And that is like, oh, how do you? Self-checkout. You, self-checkout. you cannot do self-checkout with no, alcohol. No, you cannot, but you also can't talk to your friends when you're in self-checkout. <laughs> see? See? <laughs> oh, I'm like, I go to my, it's like, hey, man, I'll see you in five minutes. Oh, no, no I'm like on the far right, no. like, get me out of here. Oh, yeah, that's, you got to get over <laughs> yeah. it. So I'm always like, pick up a wine, and I'm like, wait, nope, not standing in the really? line. Really? That's so funny. That's wild. Yeah, I don't know how you love Costco as much as you do, and I see <sighs> your hauls, and they look oh, impressive, God. but I, well, I you, just don't have it in me. But you know that I just started the Costco adventure tours so i would love to, I, I, I just did one last week i know but yeah. you, you actually named it the costco adventure yes and tour. i wear my shirt and i we she walk around and i give oh, you a yeah. full full expose on all the things to look for and all i the will do that do. if i'm medicated done <laughs> i will provide the medication wonderful yeah no it's really I go to fun. costco for her because she's, yeah, like, she's no, like i'd rather I'm, instacart and i'm like don't I just cannot just pulling up in the parking lot makes my body like start to but have, you know, reactions. that's all your mindset. And for someone who is I as mentally resilient it. as you, <laughs> you should know any better than anyone. Uh, you have to deep breathe, like get your breath on point, reset your mind and reset why? your attitude. Well, like you know, great times to go. Like when they first <laughs> open on a Monday morning. Yeah. Empty. And come August 5th, when the new one opens, yeah. it's going to be a game changer. I Wait know that. that is, that's I know everybody's like, great. are you going to go to the new one? It's like to scope out the products that I am Temecula loyal. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I went to Lake Elsinore once because we're kind of right in the middle. It's Mm -hmm. terrible. I didn't like it. I went there once. It's like... I don't know how it I could felt be even more, more claustrophobic. Uh, it, is. it is, and they they do not have the organic quality. Even the quality. gas line, like, it's oh really? Just, yeah, no, their their products are. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, yeah. she has spoken. Yeah, she has the Costco spoken. Ambassador. The, Costco the people at Costco really were like, "You should like totally work for our marketing." It's like, give me a card. I will call whomever <laughs> is in charge, and I would love to do that. That would be amazing, right? I, I swear, so. all these. We just things- see the new shorts I just got. I haven't released them on Instagram. Yet. <laughs> they are so cute. You need a swipe up feature. That's what we. Gotta, I, they have we, that. It's I not know, a swipe. It's a link, though. But. No, but I need you to be on the level that you add the swipe up. Well, then I need to be verified. You got to have that blue check next to you. That's when you know you've really arrived. So we gotta yeah. do. We gotta get there. Okay, I so this don't is- know anybody, but whomever you know. <laughs> We are gonna spam. <laughs> spam. We are gonna spam. No, that's the thing I realized too that like the people closest to you that you think are gonna be the ones to like spread you mm-hmm. are kind of not. not. And it's the people that you don't know as much that are like, hey, I found this person on you Instagram. Check, check them out. out. Yeah. You know, so it's like I've noticed that even with my uh in the mess page that mm-hmm. I've gotten so many more followers and really people that are interactively supportive yeah. versus my other page where people were probably just like, eh, I don't care about your fitness. I don't care. Real. Well, we yeah. learned that doing the podcast too. We were like, oh my gosh, all of our friends and family. And then they're like, we don't want to hear you talk more. Like, no, really? I, like 
I, most of our supporters are not people that we know yeah. in real life. Or but don't you like kind of love that? I do. Kind of. Yeah. Like one lady messaged us from Australia. She's like, oh, hey, yeah. I found your podcast. We were like, what? Yeah. She was like, oh my God, episode 14. I'm like, she's in it. Yes. I see. That's so cool. But when you say that in real estate too, like you're going to be very hurt if you expect your sphere to be the ones. Yeah. Because they're going to use other people. And it's just like what it is with everything in life. Yeah. Like you got to find the people that gravitate towards you yeah you can't expect people who are just like in your life yeah i don't know just... i feel i feel like that a lot of times when with per, like fitness stuff like when yeah, friends yeah. and family are like actively trying to get fit and get healthy and they don't like yes. consult me i'm like that's kind of fucked up right like, like i'm, I'm like no, right here. i'm your go-to person and it's like yeah. nope and it's like but you're probably it's like i am a, i've had enough of you yes. like i need yeah. a fresh take on <laughs> what i already know you know so like that makes sense and now i feel a lot better about it so thanks for that yeah <laughs> yeah i feel like we've experienced that in a lot of different for classes. sure but i think that's that's a really good place to be where you can observe that and also go oh whatever yeah exactly. people aren't like want to be supportive i don't fucking yeah. need you anyway. <laughs> i got enough strangers on my jock trust me trust me you go ahead do you yeah. get a bunch of creepers mm. oh not really and i'm really wrong i'm really good about um anytime i get a new follower or something i just like make sure they're not weird and then i block everybody who's weird and i do yeah, get like a I, good amount yeah. of but nothing like hey here's my wiener or anything like that yeah no a lot of sugar daddy requests yeah oh yeah, yeah. you should follow up on this <laughs> like three grand a month and she's like but what for do we what? have to do yeah exactly looking for what <laughs> and i said we <laughs> i just Smart. automatically yeah well of course that. we're too far yeah exactly so maybe it should be six six grand a month yeah 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 you know just double that yeah, up. yeah. i'd go for five double right. take yeah we'll take it. yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah so um i had so many more questions and i feel like we've gone through them in just our natural conversation it's okay. amazing i love this is what i love about having a space to share with women because i think you get to hear so much you know about how other people live their lives and you think like the, it feels so small sometimes and you just talk to one person you're like oh like, yeah. what, you know, there's so much life and you're 30, how old are you? 37. <laughs> Say that with pride. 37. Yeah. <laughs> Almost. I said with pride, yeah. not like a man. Sorry. <laughs> 37, I'm 37. <laughs> you know, but you think about it, like you've lived lives mm. in your life already. And so what do you think is going to be next for you? Like, what do you, Just what do you want to expand? So much to go. Like, yeah. I feel like my mom's 50 and she is like, young like she yeah. is living so much life still yeah so sometimes I feel old and then I'm like oh wait no yeah I've got so much more to go yeah well and it's just I think it's just like chapters you know it's like right now I've got the little kid chapter yeah and then I'm gonna have like teenager chapter and then I have like the college chapter yeah and then I'm gonna have like the grandma chapter <laughs> yeah but the, that all pertains to your kids so what about you I, unfortunately <laughs> I am my kids like I know people are like, it's your uh, purpose. Uh, uh, I feel like my whole life is my, my boys, including but, my husband. Yes. To a certain degree, but you also have your business. So like yeah. what, what goals do you have for your business? See, that's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, you could be, it's like, I don't want to be big. I don't want to have my own brand at the container store. I don't want, like, I don't want. But if it happens, you're open to it. Who's going to do that? It's not going to be me. Like I, that's the thing. It's like, I don't want to put in the work. Like, yeah, I could totally do it. I just don't want to. Like yeah. I, that's one thing I think I love. Like social media is not my thing. People, yeah. oh, give me a break. You're on stories all the time. It's like, yeah, but stories is like so it's easy like the and natural. Way. There's no editing. God bless you. I will never edit anything. Like even doing like reels and posts <laughs> in my feed. It's yeah. like, oh, God. like I hate it. Yeah. So like if I could just do stories for the rest of my life, I could do that. But yeah. I just don't think I'm going to put in the work. So I'm going to ride out this wave and I think it's great. And, you know, let's say maybe 10, my husband's going to retire in 10 to 15 years. And then I would, you know, we're probably going to live that chapter together. Yeah. So I don't know. I love it now, but I only work like, you know, I was just going to ask, how is your thriving and organized schedule right now? Like what, by the, I, that, did I see the yeah. the name before? Thriving and organized is yeah. the business. No, yeah. no. Thriving and organized. Thriving yes. and organized. <laughs> that is her business. Thriving yeah. and organized. Yeah. And she shows up in the cutest little old Ford truck. <laughs> That's right. My grandpa's I truck. I love it so much. Yeah. And so you. Yeah. But so I don't, do, I don't work that much. How do you get your clients through social media? So no, it really started, um, it just kind of started by word of mouth. I picked up a couple and then they kind of went out, they wrote reviews. People use the Yelp reviews, mm -hmm. the Google reviews. And yeah. then, you know, you can Google me kind of just like that. I okay. meet a lot of people driving around in the truck. Like when I get gas, like I have a client tomorrow who got my card at a 
gas Gas station here in town. So just like that, but I really try to balance. So I try to work when my husband's working because my mom is an angel and will watch the boys for me because when he's home, I like to be home. Um, So, you know, I work either two to three days a week, but I'll do that for a couple of weeks and then I'll take a week off and then I'll do that for a couple of weeks and take a week off. Cause like, you know, 4th of July, like I want to be home first week of school. I got to be home. So I I try and balance it. And then, you know, sometimes I get too busy. Like this summer I was just slammed. And so now I just push out my clients like, sure, I would love to meet with you and do a consultation, but I don't have any availability until September. I try and be really upfront and transparent. And 90% of them are like, I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah. (laughs) All right. You know, well, I've been on spell this for two years. What's another two months? And it's like, okay. Like, whereas I'm like, I want it today. Like, can you do it today? Yeah. Yeah. So that is always, I'm like, oh, okay. But you know, it works. It's great. So I'm just going to write it out. But yeah, I don't even like, I just don't want to do the work to make it any bigger because it's not my first job. My right. first job is to be a mom. And I that will that. always be my first job. No matter how old they are, Yeah, I will be, you know, when they're in college, I told my husband, we're getting an RV and every month we're going to hit a different university, kegs <laughs> in tow. We're rolling out the buffet line. I so see that. I, right? well, I mean, it. a frat, yeah. like a frat king and yeah. a little story girl, like this is amazing. like, yeah. obviously yeah. that's what we're doing. So <laughs> Your yeah. boys are going to be in for it. I swear. Yeah. Do all their kid, kid friends love you guys? Or yeah. love you? Yeah. Specifically? I get that all the time. It's like, my one girlfriend's like, you know, that's not your mom, right? That, I'm over here. That Emilia is not your mom. Because <laughs> like, I do you have any snacks? I know. I see you at the, at the school doing these flash mobs. And I'm like... I cannot. I can't even do an ounce of that. Like, <laughs> even the. I was telling her when we started baseball season. I'm like, oh, she's like coordinated with the teams, and I have like an orange water bottle. <laughs> are you at baseball? baseball? Yeah, my son plays baseball. Why are we not hanging out? Well, he's in Marietta Little League. Oh. Are you in Temecula? No, I'm I'm Pony, but oh, oh, Marietta Pony. Yeah, he that's why. Little League. But oh, yeah, okay. I was like you're like changing hats. Oh and yeah, you've got no. matching shoes, and I'm like, yeah, she, I, she goes hard. I, well, it's she, the theme. It's the story. She's a theme. I live for a theme. Yes, I know. Your friend said that yesterday like, you know her in the themes yeah love it love so it. so um i had a question for about thriving wives are organized oh tell us about thriving wives you haven't thriving wives was our baby blog yeah so we started that my girlfriend and i who has I a totally forgot yeah about she has a very thriving um birth community that she runs in orange county mind body baby orange county she's Nicole she was my, yeah she was my doula she um does hypnobirthing. She's she's amazing. So she and I um she married one of my husband's fraternity brothers. So in college, we like created our own sorority. We were like very, very close and continued that relationship. We got married in Mexico actually a few years ago. Um when we were at a wedding, we were like, let's just do it. So we like stood under the altar. You and her? Yeah. Oh, we stood under like, the altar. Wait, I didn't know you got no, married. And like the guy, <laughs> so our friend's brother who like officiated their wedding, like, you know, jokingly did it. So we always joke that we're married, which we kind of are. I um, love it. But she was always the same, very uplifting, like you guys, like you should do this blog. And I was like, I don't want to, like, I just, I'm not lazy in any part of my life when it comes to like working for things that will take away from my main focus, which is my my kids. And And before, even before I had kids, it was like building my family, like making sure my husband's great, like getting my career on point, uh, teaching fitness classes, (laughs) like whatever I'm obsessed with at the time. So she was like, I'll do everything. And I was like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> so she literally did everything. She's super tech savvy. She set it up and I would just like verbal diarrhea and then she would like make it really pretty. So we did that for a while and then she had a baby and How had she? to like focus on her own life. So then I like tried to do it by myself. I was like, this is too much. I can't, I can't do it. So the blog is just like out there in the world, thriving wives. Bloody. But when we started, then that Instagram just kind of felt like I still try and embody this like thriving wives, kind of old school, new school yes, mesh of you do. being a wife and a mother and a woman. So um, I just kept it. So Thriving Wives is like my home. And then under the umbrella of that, I did Thriving and Organized because I had so many people that were already invested in Thriving Wives. It just like, and I think like thriving is like my word. Like it absolutely is. No matter what you do, you can thrive. No. And I think you're thriving in like every sense of the word because you really from your business, I know you say it's not your main thing, but you do a fucking amazing job at it. Well, yeah, you got to do everything 100. Otherwise, don't absolutely. Do it like I've seen some of the transformations you've done. And it's just like, you know, people don't realize like this side of the closet drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> if I could have you come in here and figure out a way that my husband could keep his side of the closet. He just redid it the other day. And he got rid of yeah, I was gonna say. those baskets were there before you wouldn't have even known because there was so much shit covering. Them. <laughs> That's true. I've never noticed them before. <laughs> 
uh, yeah. So it's just like, you know, finding someone that can give you a system. And I think yeah. that's what's important because some people, it's just like it, they look at the entire mess of it yeah. and it's overwhelming. Yeah. So you need someone to come in and just be like, okay, it looks like you have too many paper things. Yeah. Let's clear out the paper. Kind of like Marie Kondo, but yeah. you put your own. So do you have like a way that you approach organizing a space for people? I mean, it always just starts with the review. You got to get rid of stuff. Like I have three categories, need, use, and love. And if you can't put those things in categories or you need to rationalize why those things need to be in those categories, we need to set it aside and reevaluate later. And a lot of times, once you get your momentum of, I don't need that, I don't need that, then you like get this fire, like, I don't need any of that shit. Like, get rid of it all. And that's when we are really moving. And I'm yeah. like, let's keep going. Let's keep, get, get some water. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. But I feel like a lot of people, it's just too much. And yeah. people's brains just, you know, like my brain, I can't build anything like when people are like can you put this together it's like no i can't <laughs> my husband can do it i'm still gonna charge you he's gonna do it but <laughs> it's just like i struggle with that like i yeah. just i can't build stuff i can't see shapes like like that way but yeah. i can see where bins can fit i don't have to measure a lot like i can just see what can go i can see what product would work there just yeah. how my brain works yeah so you know once you get that and you get the client invested in the review and then i can just kind of lay it out and then i just you know give them a proposal and have them approve it and then i just make it happen do you ever have clients that are so unwilling to go with your method? I do. And unfortunately I have had to gently part ways because yeah. my mom always reminds me like you started this. So you would be excited to go because yeah. if I'm going to be away from the children, I want to be excited to be away from the children. Not like, Oh, I got to go there. And it's to be honest. And I always tell them it's a waste of your money. Yeah. Like you're paying me to do nothing and just moving trash around is not, is not, not what, what I, I want do. to do. Yeah. It's not what I do. It's a waste for you. It's a waste of your time. So, you know, I've had to do that and it's, it's not easy for me because I never want anybody to feel bad. Like I don't, right. you know, like I don't, so that's Take always it awkward. As a personal rejection. Yeah. It's always awkward. And a lot of times it's thankfully, like, I just don't have time. So they kind of are like, okay, well I'll just do something, you know, and I don't know if they're really ready. You know, right. you got to be really ready. Absolutely. So yeah, I know how that feels because I have doing hair. I've had over the years, like probably a handful of clients that I've had to gently say, like, this isn't working for me. It's your time and your money yeah. and my time and my money. I don't feel like I'm pleasing you. Exactly. And I'm not so what you're looking for. I'm not what you're looking yeah. for. And like, it's like you, like, I want to go to work and enjoy my day. I mm -hmm. don't want to spend it with people that drain my energy. Yeah. I don't want to spend it with people that are constantly bad mouthing everybody. Yeah. I want people to come in here that I'm going to get something and you're going to get something. Right. I am going to be selfish with it. Right. At this well, point. And you have to be like, yeah. that's why we are independent contractors, whatever it's right. called. Yeah. Self-employed. Yeah. Cause we want that, that you get freedom. To pick and, and choose. That, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so much of it, I mean, I used to be like, Oh God, I've got a job tomorrow. Like, and I would think about it, think about it literally. Like I, once I get there, I black out. Yeah. I just am like autopilot and I just like could go around and around and around and around and around and around and it's yeah. done. It's the weirdest. How did you figure out a business plan as far as like what, how does one even know how to charge for what you, you just do? kind of do research? I just okay. kind of, I looked a lot at the home edit. Like, obviously yeah. I'm certainly not charging what they're charging, but getting <laughs> but an idea. Could. Yeah. Like my mom had a friend who was an organizer in the Bay and she was a really great mentor for me and kind of sent me all her paperwork. And then okay. you just kind of, you know, like chop up everybody's right. things, put it in your own words yeah. and figure it out. And then I had a client a couple of years ago, who um, is a huge boss. She's one yeah. of my, on my celebrity list of clients. And she always, she's like, you need to be charging more. Like yeah. you are. So I raised my prices and I was so nervous. People would be like, Oh, I can't. And everybody's been like, okay. Yeah. And she's like, you should charge more. It's like, I'm good. I'm, I'm good right here. Like, you know, I like <laughs> nice, even numbers. Right. I don't like, you know, weird ones. Yeah. So, but that was really exciting for me to feel like, Hey, I'm worth more. Like I, right. you know, so it's, it's yeah. isn't it spot. interesting also how some people more, it's outsiders that see you're worth more than you do. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I did photography for a while and that's like always the fear is raising your prices yeah. because you see so many people who are like, I need a photographer, cheap, a cheap one, like yeah. recommend a cheap one. Yeah. And so raising your prices, like, oh, you're cutting off all these people who are looking for cheap, but then you have but to you realize your worth yeah. and you want the clients who are want to pay you because they want the quality because they want right. you. Right. And you're not trying to just get everybody. Yeah. Right. And totally. it's when you realize like, oh, I'm not really limiting myself. I'm doing what I want to do. And I'm not taking everything yeah. that's going to suck the energy out of me. Absolutely. So, so Absolutely. I love to knowing that your little business has grown to the fact that now you have to file taxes. Yeah, <laughs> that is a big deal. Big. That is a big deal. Cause I remember it starting off like, Oh, it's just a little side. When money. I wouldn't spend a penny. 
whatever money I made, I put in my little business account, which is not a business account. It's just my normal. It's like a separate it's checking account. account. I'm not going to pay them for me to put my money in your bank. Like, right. you should be paying. Right, right. <laughs> so I just like named it, you know, obviously I being organized and I just like held it and I didn't touch it because I was terrified. I was like, well, I'm going to have to give it all the government. I'm going to have yeah. to get all the government. And then when we went and we filed, she's like, nope they're going to pay you. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so now it like, just, it's like, I call it the cream, you know, like yeah. we can get an outdoor bathroom put in and we can, okay, well, not that much, but you know, and like I can husband, help do that. Yeah, and now your husband gets to know that he was proven wrong. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel a little bit well, well, again, like he, I he mean, jokes, like he makes big money, which of course, he does, of course, but it's nice because I feel like if I main... can take like one overtime off of his plate, Yes. You know, that, that I feel like, Hey, him. like that's, this is me contributing. Right. And especially going from like where I was bringing in big money too, right. to, you know, then so, like not, well, and again, it's like, I'm, I like to say that I'm high maintenance to be low maintenance. It's like, <laughs> I get my lashes done. It's high maintenance, but then I don't wear makeup. I'm low maintenance. Right. I yeah. have to have my nails gel, but then I don't like, I'm not going to kill myself because my nails look like trash. Like yeah. I do certain mommy maintenance things and I'm never going to stop doing those things, but it's nice to. Well, and it helps because he's never, ever, ever been like, what do you, what do you spend that money on? What's that? Yeah. Blah, 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 you know? And it's like, thankfully he doesn't spend any money. <laughs> and when he does, he goes <laughs> and buys a car, one. you know, right. like he'll buy a classic car or something. And I'm trying to be more supportive of him doing that because yeah. he lets me live your you know, life, a very your best life. Every night I say, you know, before bed, I love you so much. Thank you for my wonderful life. Because I just mm-hmm. want him to know through every fiber, I'm going to cry every fiber oh. of his body, how grateful I am for him because he is literally like everything for me. I prayed and dreamed and wished for him my whole life. And I got him oh, really young, so really much. young. I love it yeah, so much. I think that's so beautiful that we can hear the story of everything that you've gone through and done and accomplished, but you give the credit. Oh yeah. Him equ- and my mom. Yeah. To, to your support system. Oh, they yeah. are your rocks. And yeah. I think that's important to realize too, that we can't do this life alone Yeah, and we need people to walk along with it, you know? And we shouldn't have to, like, that was hard for me after having the kids. Like I don't ask for help even to this day. Like mm-hmm. I'd rather be like frazzled and everything falling apart before I ask for help. But it's like, it's okay. Like to say, yeah. mom, come get and people aren't going to offer kid. it if they yeah. don't mean it yeah That's exactly thing. yeah like, they're and not going to come over and be like hey let me help you with this and inside they're like but i don't want to yeah That's and you don't need to thing. say no i'm fine yeah. no i'm fine be yeah. like okay yeah take one take one <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that's amazing. And I think like, I'm finally getting a little bit of a taste of that. Because I mean, my sister is amazing. When she was here, she was that support system for me, but she's gone. And so now I feel like I went this time and space without any support other than, you know, for my husband, but it's always different having female support. Like 100%. It's just so having her here is like, you know, it's just like, um, I mean, since I've known her, she's had to take me to the hospital twice and like all these things. And I'm just like, what would I have done without her? You know? So it's like so important too, to realize that the women in your lives, like you gotta, you gotta pick them really. Oh, for sure. And and sometimes you don't pick them. They just come into your life. Exactly. And And it's it's not for no reason. It's good for them to witness too. Like having that relationship like my kids feel comfortable here they yeah. need their second home yeah and just walk in and like ali spent the night here the other day and she just like walks right in and is like i'm here like, yeah, yeah and, like free She's to like, express what do you have herself to eat? And, yeah which i love yeah. i love that that's that's how it should be yeah you know your friends become your family absolutely i love i love your story i love <laughs> everything that you do and i just think that that the world needs more Amelia Purdue. No, thanks. So we're going to work on that little <laughs> yeah. paycheck yeah. and yeah. get thriving wives, thriving wives, thriving, thriving wives, thriving wives <laughs> and thriving and organized. Yeah. So where are they separate pages mm-hmm. completely? Yeah. So if you find one is one linked under your other one, I don't know how that works in the algorithm world, but do you, like, is know. it in your bio? Well, is it in your bio? Do you have- oh, it's in Thriving Wives, but it's not in Thriving and Organized because I, I like to keep yeah. professional, that's professional, separate. and uh, personal, personal. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to be putting that up on the show notes so people oh, can thanks. come and check you out. And who knows? They're just going to be inspired by Amelia. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. It is fun. It's very fun. <laughs> I love it. Thanks. I love I love your quirkiness. I love your... Uh, like you make me, I don't know. I think you make me express a different part of me. Oh, good. Yeah. No, I really do. Like, it's just so weird. I'm like, well, she can do it. I can do it. You know, <laughs> yeah, you're like very, you, said, you like exude confidence everywhere oh, that's you so go. Nice like I've thank seen you. you walk through the school multiple times and you just are like, woo. Like just, you just have, and it's not like a, look at that. It's like, oh yeah, she's just like, she's just oh, got love it. Life. She's she's like, I, it like that. So I like that. Yeah. Nice. So I'm going to, um, 
I'm going to ask you a question that I think we're going to be asking all of our people on here is if you could give our listeners one tip on how to live their most unfiltered lives, what would it be? Live your truth. Oh, yeah. I'm certifiably crazy and I own it. (laughs) I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to like, I mean, even like I had a conversation with like our PTC president and it's like, I'm like, Hey, we're going to meet. Hey, we're going to, sorry, I'm annoying. Like, this is my truth. Like I'm having anxiety about meeting. I need to get all this stuff done. So I think just like, you know, and laugh about it, you know, just life's not worth. Yeah. Just have fun and live your truth and be kind. I love that. (laughs) Yes. I love that so much. Well, thank you so much for coming and spending this time with us. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. I think we're going to have to do a a whole separate one on just organizing. Okay. Because I think, (laughs) and you have some really awesome recipes and I know you share some of your stuff on there. So I think we could do a whole like home segment Mm -hmm. that we could share maybe on uh, our Instagram because I've been wanting to do like little cooking videos oh yeah like fun, just fun stuff just in the never, kitchen you know that's the thing is like you gotta do the work uh, <laughs> we do it but it's chaos it's, we but do it in real what, life but, but that's what chaos. it is yeah. it's chaos it's all the time so uh i really want to have you on again and okay. we'll figure out um, a specific theme and we will go from there but today we got to know a lot about you i am so happy to hear it all thanks so for thank having you. me guys such thanks an honor to be here you guys follow her on thriving wives on instagram and thriving in organized for her organizational tips and don't forget to follow us on lifeslemonade.unfiltered and i think see that's you next it. week yeah we'll see you guys next week Woo-hoo.